0: raise the curtain on another NFL season this evening. So a special uh Mike Francesa podcast as we welcome in the one of the newest members of the uh, Radio Hall of Fame, my partner of 20 years, Christopher "Mad Dog" Russo. Dog, welcome.
1: Yeah, Michael. It is an absolute pleasure. Great to be with you, big guy. How things going, okay? Okay,
0: and, and congratulations publicly for your uh your induction, which will come in Chicago in November, right in the middle of the World Series, for you—the uh, a a spot in the Radio Hall of Fame. When you heard, what was your reaction?
1: Uh, you know, what? I, I I heard Mike right after a terrible doubles loss in tennis, fifty and over at the New Canaan Field Club, so I was all upset. So I got in the, I got on the, I got uh, on the way home on July it was uh, July fifteenth. And they called me and I said, geez, the hell with tennis. This is... I'm very excited about it. And I was very happy that it happened. Uh, I know that you got in there four or five years ago. Uh, but, um, you know, I'm going to miss a couple games of the World Series because as you told me when we talked back in July – Enjoy it. it. Only happens once. Absolutely, and you and have that's to what go. What I'm trying is... to do about it, I'm sure you did the same thing. Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to it. I was, um, you know, listen, you know, you never know. Those are quirky votes. You know that better than anybody. You never know what they're thinking. Those folks on the board, but uh, very, very excited about it. You know, I bought a couple tables. Good. Uh, you know, I'm going to take all of Jeannie's family, my wife's family. So you know, properly going to handle it properly. It meant more to me than I thought it would. Because we, you and I together were, and then, you know, last year I didn't get in either. We talked about that. You and I, we had golf last summer. We thought we'd get in. So I, I didn't really want to think too much of it. So it kind of hit me quick when I got across. And I look at this, finally. So it's been a lot to me, I have to admit.
0: Yeah, and well-deserved. Long time coming. Well-deserved and enjoyed the whole process uh, as Dog will uh, now be part of the uh, Radio Hall of Fame. And as we said, well deserved. You know, I saw Dog last week, folks, um, on a horrific circumstance. And I, I, I want to say uh, publicly that we send our condolences. And we both saw Bob Usler. Bob Usler had a, t- a terrible uh, death in his family, his son died. Um, You know, at 35 years of age, it was horrific uh, to to go and, uh, and have to, you know, see this. The idea of ever burying a child is just, you know, beyond your comprehension if you're a parent. So uh, Bob was a big part of the Mike and the Dog program, then was a big part of the show with me years later after Dog went to Sirius. But uh, we both have remained fairly close to Bob. We both were there the other night, and I just want to publicly send our condolences to the Usler family uh, on the tragic loss of of his son. He has two sons who are both very successful uh, professors, Uh, and one is gone at the age of 35, and just horrific. But I saw Dog there that night, and ironically, Dog, when you left, because Dog had been there earlier than than Roe and I, um, and we were online waiting to see Bob, he mentioned that he was going to watch Serena. So I haven't turned on a tennis match, I don't think, in 15 years or 10 years, since Dog left probably. And I watched that night when I got home, Rowan, I I turned on the tennis. My wife was watching it. Emily, my daughter, was watching it. I have to tell you, that was the best. When she upset the number two seed, that was the best sporting event I've seen in six months. It was wow. unbelievable. I'm glad I watched it. The crowd was going crazy. Celebrities everywhere. Tiger Woods in the audience, going crazy after every point. I never would have seen it if Dog hadn't mentioned it that night. But that was an unbelievable match, Dog. I even watched it the next time when she lost. The next time out, uh, because it was such a thrilling match that night when she—I don't know—remember the name of the number two seed, but whoever it was, she beat the number two seed that night. And what was one of uh, really amazing scenes I've seen in a long time.
1: Hundred percent, Mike. Uh, Anna Connevelt is one. One she beat, and then uh, a lot of drama that Friday night too. Uh, you know when she lost in the third set there, and that Tomovich played very well.
0: She kept fighting uh, and, off match know, point, stole. and the place was going crazy. I mean, oh, it was. It really, really, really was. was I haven't watched tennis open, in so honest. long, but I got to tell you, that was a great event.
1: Great event. And she stole the whole first week, Mike. You know that better than anybody. Those first three matches, she owned the U.S. Open. I mean, forget any other sport. She was huge. And I am not a huge Serena fan. But by the, same, by the same token, I can't obviously take away from the buzz that it created and how well she played. And she played. And listen, if anybody told you that she had that kind of week in her after they saw her a little bit this summer, they're nuts because she was awful in Cincinnati. She lost in her first round at Wimbledon. She had played four matches in 13 months and she's 41 years of age. So if anybody said, hey, watch Serena at the Open. She was going to make a little noise. You couldn't have believed them. And she made plenty of noise that first week. Yeah, uh, very, yeah very it was, good.
0: I say it was great. And the only reason I saw it was because of you. All right, let's get to baseball. Before we All get, right, to, now, the NFL, we get of, to the NFL and we get to the
1: overrunners. One other thing I just thought of. Go ahead. Make sure you watch that John McEnroe Showtime hour and a half documentary. You'd like it.
0: Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it listed a couple of times. I haven't watched it. It's good. Yeah, you'd like it. I will you watch that. It, and I like Roll. I will watch that. It's right up, I, it's it's right
1: right up
0: definitely your alley, especially I, you. I, all right, you let's like get it. to some... The Yankees and the Mets. First, the thing about the Mets. If the Yankees can play the Minnesota Twins for a month, they'll get, they'll, they'll be back as healthy as they were in July. The Minnesota Twins lie down for the Yankees more than any team in the history of baseball. It is unbelievable the way they invent games, the way they invent losing games to the Yankees. The Yankees now have gotten healthy against the Twins. The Mets came back after three dreadful losses in a row, outscored 22 to four. They're both going to be okay, I think. Whether they win the division or not, the Mets will be right there. The Yankees, I think, are going to win the division. In the postseason right now, what do you think of the Yankees and the Mets?
1: I think the Mets have a much better chance, Mike, because I love the starting pitching. Now, I do think the Mets have to win the division because if they don't, that wild card round will be tricky. They'd have to use DeGrom and Scherzer in those two out of three games, and then they'd have to play the Dodgers in the second round. If they can get through the, if they don't can win the division, and who the hell knows the Braves never lose, but if they can win the division, they can have six days off, line up the two starters, get St. Louis, which is not Atlanta or LA, let Atlanta and LA kill each other, and then go out there and play the Dodgers in a seven or the Braves in a seven-game series. So I think for the Mets. Winning the division is huge. I think. Well, and listen, I they made it a big starters, advantage for
0: any team to win the division. I agree with 100%. you about the Mets because the Mets. Let's say Scherz is going to be okay. I know he's hurt right now and he's on the IL, but he's going to be okay. You got the ground pitching great. Bassett's been really good. Diaz has been all world, but he's got to do it in the postseason. But I think right now you'd say, hey, he has done it all year, so you got to give him a chance to do it in the postseason. They don't score a lot when Alonso doesn't hit, but they they. Are dangerous, but I'll tell you this. The National League is rough because the Braves are better than the Mets. The Dodgers are better than the Mets. Uh the Mets have the one-two punch if like you said, if it sets up right for them in the in the pitching. Um, I don't make them a favorite, but I think they have a better chance than the Yankees. I'll tell you right now, I don't like although the American League's easy, easy this year, other than the Astros. I'll tell you this, the Yankees, the lineup. Judge, why would you pitch to him? I don't understand these teams who pitch to him every day. It makes no sense. No one else in the lineup hits. They get nothing. You got you got Benintendi down. You got Rizzo hurt. You got Stanton doing nothing. The uh, other than Judge, you have nobody hitting. Torres once in a while, if you if uh, on a good day, uh, and they don't have a closer. You know, if they didn't win that game and they held on for dear life and were very lucky in Tampa on Sunday they would have been reeling, and lucky it was they win that game, they hold on, they get a big break in the ninth inning, Florio makes the catch, they leave men on base, he gets hit hard in that inning, Holmes, they win that game, and then they come home and they play the Twins, and the Twins just puts it on a platter and hands it to them every time they meet them. So that gets the Yankees healthy, but I don't like anything about the Yankees right now, and they don't have a closer. 100%
1: 100% Mike, uh, I, I, their offense I don't like. Uh, I wonder about Boone in a big game. The one team in the American League that is dangerous, I think, is Seattle. They got very good starting pitching. That Castillo is great. They got good starting pitching. They got a very good bullpen they got a little karma they you know they were 29 and 39 they were 10 under and they played they well when they karma. played the yankees
0: i actually went to a seattle game i mean and 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 you know they played very well against the yankees when they played them
1: beat them 4 to 6 and seattle never beats the yankees yeah i'll them tell you well, so-
0: a- everyone can beat the yankees right now the yankees are really reeling and i and, and I, you don't know if they're going to get Rizzo healthy they're not going to get Benettendi healthy you know who knows about Stanton I, i've never been a Stanton guy anyway and i would never Judge has had an amazing season, but I would never pitch to Judge under any circumstances. Day after day, these guys let Judge hit home runs. I don't understand why. There's no reason to pitch to him in that lineup. The other day, they had no one in the lineup that had hit 200 in the last 25 at-bats other than Judge, and they're still pitching to Judge. I don't understand that.
1: 100%. Are you into the Maris
0: thing or not? I don't care one bit about that. Not one bit. You know what? You can't act like the records weren't broken. They were broken. And this is where baseball defeats itself how can you possibly make a big deal about the maris thing how can you possibly when you've seen not one not two but three guys go flying past the number i can't get involved with that you know what i don't know what to do with steroids nor does anybody in baseball historically but That happened. I can't act like it. Bonds happened. He did happen. I can't act like he didn't happen. Sosa happened. That's all there is to it. They let it happen. It happened. You can't now act like it didn't happen. So I don't act like Maris has the record.
1: Well, uh, I'm surprised. I do. But uh, I think you're right. I don't think anybody cares. And I think baseball, that's their fault, because they should have put this to bed a long time a ago. A long
0: time ago. And they I... never have been able to. The media hasn't. Right. Baseball hasn't. And this is going to haunt baseball until they figure out what to do with it.
1: Now, 100%. I thought you'd be into it, though, because you and I both know Bonds cheated, McGuire cheated. Oh, listen, cheated. You I know You're they all cheated. cheated anyway. And, and, and listen,
0: I understand what he did, but I can't act like they didn't do it. They did do it. So I can't act like they didn't exist. I I don't act like those guys didn't play baseball. I saw them play baseball. That's all there is to it. I got to count. Uh, you know, they did it. That's all there is to it. You let it happen in the major league field. So be it. Okay. Yes. And I, I do not care I, when, you I, know, I, I, I never I, liked Sosa and McGuire I mean, and their whole nonsense anyway. I never bought into that. But no you know what? what I mean. Baseball, I baseball, baseball right now in a lot of ways is reeling. I, but it will be good again in October. And this will be a special month here this month in baseball with with the Yankees and the Mets both involved and both with a chance, although I think the Yankee chance is very fleeting. I think both with a chance, the Mets have a realistic chance. I don't think they're as good if you line them up against the Dodgers or the Braves. I don't think they're as good. But I think that because of the pitching prowess, they have a punch's chance, and that you know it'll be fun to have them both in it, and I think it should be a great October around here. I really do.
1: Uh, Mike, I think you're 100% right. I, I, I like the, listen, I don't like the wild card being on an NFL weekend, but I like the wild card deal, the best of three on that first weekend. The Dodgers are great, the Mets are dangerous, the Yankees are the Yankees, and
0: the Braves Houston's are good. Pedigrees. I mean, the Braves Atlanta's have been unbelievable.
1: Camp. Yeah, so there's a lot, to, there's a lot of storylines. So I do think, they, now listen, they're going to freeze your rear end off in November. Yeah, I like October
0: lockout. baseball, though. I, I tell you something, I love October. Be- October baseball is great. That's all there is to it. It's, it's a great sport in the playoffs, despite all the stupid stuff they do in baseball. And they do a lot of stupid stuff, okay? And 100%. they really do. They, I, they're, I they're not October's very smart experts, about a lot of things, but, and, and right. they try to I kill the Yankees, sport. But they, they, in October, it's a great sport.
1: Yeah, uh, agreed. And I think they did it right. I think the Mets are dangerous. and I think the Yankees are going to have to be very fortunate to get a right matchup to get to a World Series. I think you're right on that, 100%. All right,
0: Mike Francis, a podcast with the Mad Dog. Mike and the Mad Dog here as we throw the curtain on this uh, NFL season. One big question. Are you as much on the Bills bandwagon as everybody else? The world. I haven't seen a team in years that not since the dominant Patriots has the whole world been on one team, the way that people are on the Bills now this year. It is amazing how many people are on the Buffalo Bills.
1: hundred percent, Mike. I, I, very good. They got a hell of a shot, but everybody loves the Bills. And, you know, 90, you know, everybody's picking them to go to a Super Bowl. The AFC West, those teams are going to knock each other out all year. They're going to be tired. Buffalo's in an easy division. You know, the Colts are decent, but, you know, so I can understand it. I won't pick them because, like you, I don't like to go with trendy teams. So I will go away from them. Uh, You know, and people like the Ravens, too, but I'm not a big Lamar Jackson fan in a big game. I don't think you can win that way. So, but I do understand why people are picking Buffalo. And the NFC stinks. The Rams got questions. I think maybe Tampa bit off more than they can chew and Green Bay doesn't have Adams. So I I think the NFC's terrible, but I do think the AFC is a hell of a conference, and Buffalo will have work to do, but, you know, they're going to win 11, 12 games, and they're going to be right there at the end.
0: I agree. Listen, they're going to be really good, uh, but it's harder to win it than you think, and you never know what's going to happen in a long season. And, you know, everyone thought they should have won last year, and they should have. Let's be honest, they should have. They should have gotten there last year anyway, and it didn't happen. It's not always automatic. It really isn't. And I think Kansas City, I know that division is going to be great, and I think Kansas City is going to be better than people think this year. I think people have written them off way too much this year because of the loss of Hill. I think they're going to be better than you think. I think their wide receivers are going to be better than you think. I, I think Scantling, Schuster, those guys are going to be have very good years, uh, and that offense is going to be very good, surprisingly good this year. So I, I think people are burying that team a little early. Before I get to the Jets and the Giants, give me one over. One under. I'll go first So and, and tell you. For my, my over, I like the Colts. I love Matty Ice with the Colts. I think the Colts were the hard luck team last year. They played much better. They blew games. They never should have lost. Uh, and I think that Matty Ice got a lot of football left in him. I think he's going to have a big season. I think the two quarterbacks who went to new places who can play, he and Russell Wilson are both going to do well. Uh, I like the Colts over 9.5, and, and I think they're a sneaky threat to be really good this year. And my under is Seattle minus uh, under 5.5. I think Seattle is really in the throes and has to be in the throes of a total rebuilding job. They have nothing at quarterback, They are, and they have nothing now anywhere throughout that lineup except for a couple of players on defense and Metcalf on offense. They are not good. I think they're going to have a very, very long season.
1: Uh, I listen. I like the Colts too. I took them in Vegas, uh, so I'm with you. Tell me who you took in Vegas first.
0: Who 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 do you take in Vegas?
1: I took. Here are the teams I took in Vegas. I took the Vikings over nine and a half. Okay. It's something different. I took the Colts over. I took Denver over ten. I like that. And I took. I, I like Denver. And I took the under, and that's where i talk here. I like Tampa under. I think Brady I think Bittall that's an Gordon excellent pick. Two. Plus,
0: it's a, it's a high number. It's 11 and a half.
1: Yeah, very high. It was 11 in Vegas. So, so it's mean, 11 and a half here. That's
0: the, that's the number here. So you get, uh, you get Tampa under 11 and a half. And who's your over?
1: I'll take Denver. What is it, 10? And I like it.
0: Denver here is 10.
1: Yeah, I'll take Denver, Mike. Uh, uh, Tampa first. Uh, their offensive line's a mess. No Gronkowski. Brady quits. He comes back. Plus, Brady's got problems now. He's got problems at home. Uh, Problems at home. And did you see the schedule? They start at Dallas, at the Saints, who they never beat. And then they play two home games against Green Bay and Kansas City. And then later in the year, they play the Ravens at San Francisco and Cincinnati. I mean, I know that Carolina and Atlanta stink, but I think that schedule is brutal so I like under Tampa. I think, you know, they win their 10 games, but to get the 12, I don't like. And I'll take Denver, Mike. I know a brutal division. I think Wilson's got a little something to prove. I think, he I think he's going to do
0: very well there. I agree. They, and they had a good team sitting there, except they needed a quarterback, and now they have one, and he'll be worth games himself. I totally agree. I think he's going to do very well there. It's a rough division. I think he's going to do very well. And your under is? Oh, you can take Uh, Tampa Tampa, minus eleven. I I like that. I think that's good, and it's a high number, so you get Tampa under for dog at eleven and and a half. You
1: know, here's another reason I like Denver, Mike. You know what their first two games are against? Seattle. Seattle and Houston. Yep. Seattle and Houston.
0: Yep, you get off two and zero, absolutely, and and That's what it's going right? and you, it's going mean, to be a very. I mean, Carolina, I don't understand I mean- what I don't understand what Houston's doing as a franchise. I I I I don't understand anything. You know, you look at the franchise and you just say, can you be any worse managed? Yeah, you, you don't it, the the moves they make don't even make any sense. I mean, it, it's it's just ridiculous to have a franchise. And last year. The guy did a good job because they fought hard. The quarterback played well. The coach, who was the interim guy, did a very good job. They actually almost got over. I I bet them last year. They won opening day. They actually won four games. I still won with them because it was four and a half. But it got a little scary there because they started playing better down the stretch last
1: year hundred percent, and I didn't think it was fair to Cully. I thought that was no, a an good and No, he waited now, a long time, like and he did a
0: good job. He did a very good sure job. He
1: did. They played and, and Lovey Smith, really? This is no, makes you no bring sense. No, nothing they Smith. do
0: makes any sense. Uh, nothing that franchise does makes any sense. And the Giants and the Jets, I'll let you go first. Go ahead. The Giants are seven. The Jets are five and a half. Start with the Giants. What's your thoughts on them?
1: Well, easy division. Uh, you know, I know everybody loves Philadelphia, but it hurts. Dallas has injuries. You know, Washington, the Giants can be competitive there. Uh, you know, I don't know enough about Daniel Jones. Who knows? I think Dave will do a good job. I think the offensive coordinator is good out of Kansas City. Um, you know, they got. You know, I think the kid from Oregon will be a good player, the number one pick once he plays. Thibodeau, yep, yep, you know, Barkley yep. talks. Barkley makes it sound like he's going to be Frank Gifford. Uh, well, let me see it. Uh, if seven is the number you know, maybe they go eight and nine. Uh, I think they'll be right. I think they'll show some improvement, but your guess is as good as mine, whether Daniel Jones is the answer at quarterback. You know, I would say he, here's no, what I'll say about the Giants. As as and, I,
0: and I have been brutal on the Giants in recent years. I mean, I, I destroyed Gettleman to the point he wouldn't even let me go out there to do his shows. I mean, so he banned me from the place. So the the bottom line is, I don't understand why they let him ruin the franchise the way they did. I mean, year after year, uh, it was just a disaster. The one thing I would say, and I don't know, I, I know everybody speaks highly of the new general manager. I don't know him. Uh, I know that uh, everybody likes him that were, that he worked under, and he worked under good guys. Okay, everyone speaks highly of him that I've spoken to. Um, I thought they drafted well, but hell, anybody would have drafted well with the picks they had. I mean, let's be real, okay? And, and their second uh, first-round pick hasn't been great so far. So, uh, but... The division softer, and the one thing that looks right to me is I think they have a staff now that looks like a real coaching staff. That's the one thing. And I don't know if Dable's going to be good or not as a head coach. You never know, but I think he's got a really good defensive coordinator, and he put together a staff where you're not shaking your head saying, how is this staff put together? This is a good-looking staff a very good looking staff he put together. And that at least shows me some semblance of order for the giants. I'll tell you the team that's going to be improved and it's all going to come down to the quarterback and the play calling is the jets, the jets, this general manager has put a lot of talent on the field, except for two things. I don't know if the quarterback can play yet. And is he going to be healthy? Uh, Number two, number one and number two, I don't, I don't know about the coaching staff yet there. They seemed very immature last year. Those are the two things. But if you look at the offensive line, vastly improved. Defensive line, vastly improved. Skill positions, vastly improved. They have a ton of talent now, young talent. Gardner, uh, guys on the defensive line, a good offensive line. Uh, Hall and receivers now with Wilson and everybody else with Berrios. The question is quarterback and head coach. That's the questions. I think they'll be better than five and a half unless those two just are awful this year.
1: A hundred percent. I agree with you. You and I are on the same page. And I agree with you. Good point on the giant coaching staff. You're right. Mortendale is a good defensive coordinator. Very
0: good. Um, I'm very impressed by him. And I think he put together Uh, a really nice staff and that's hard to do now in this league. It's very hard to get a good staff together. And Dable knew what he was doing. He knew who he wanted. He was ready. He was prepared. He had the guys he wanted. And the giants have a legitimate coaching staff after years of being just a, a train wreck. And I think yeah. that's true. And I don't know how Jones is going to play either. None of us do. We don't know if he's going to play well. He's been under so many different guys. It's been such a mess. And we don't know if Barkley's going to stay healthy. I agree Barkley looks better. But again, he's so injury prone. Who knows? I don't trust the Giants. I wouldn't touch that seven one way or the other. The division's bad. The Cowboys have no offensive line. The other teams, I don't like. I don't think the Eagles are that good. I think that division could be won at a game over five hundred. I really believe it. I don't think it's that good. I think it's a bad division. Um, But I think the Jets are a legitimate over, as long as their quarterback doesn't screw it up.
1: Yeah, he seems to be a little immature. Uh, You know, Flacco is going to play the. And I agree with you about Salah. I mean, I can't. I don't know about him
0: yet. I can't tell. I, I don't know him. Number one, number two. I was not impressed with that staff when I watched their games last year.
1: Yeah, and you know we didn't like the fact he went and got police escorts oh, to go please. to Nick and, uh, that was and, Nick ridiculous. and games. I mean, that was yeah, just the uh, hell out of me. I, I,
0: I'll oh. call that. I'll call that a rookie mistake. Okay, I mean that was just ridiculous. You know,
1: yeah. It hey, told me something crazy. scratch yeah, it your head, uh, Okay. I made so, sure he had an umbrella there, so he didn't get wet walking into the Nick Hawk series. Yeah, um, and don't get me and
0: don't and don't get me started on some of the things I see around here. I mean, it, you know, you know, I, I haven't done anything on it yet, but and I know I'm a Mickey Mantle guy, but are we kidding with Willie Mays's oh, retirement, God. Willie Mays's number with uh, the Mets? I mean, uh, fifty years later, are we serious?
1: Mike, uh, I screamed about that all over the place. Are we serious? Willie Mays had 14 homers for the row. Mets
0: and fell down in center field. Are we serious? He's retiring his number?
1: Now, I couldn't believe it. 100. Why? Because Joan Payson was a Mets fan, was a giant and 50 fan. Fifty years later, 50s. we
0: learned there was a secret? I mean, give me a break. I mean, I have nothing against Willie Mays. I, 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 I am a Mickey Mantle guy, I admit it, okay? but I And Willie Mays is a great, great Giants should retire his uniform from here to kingdom come. He's one of the greatest players of all time. We all know that. But let's be honest. He didn't do anything with the Mets.
1: You know, I had Phillips on yesterday. You know, I do Phillips. You had him, and I stole him yep. from you. And I had him on the radio yesterday, and I asked him. I hadn't had him on in a couple of weeks. I asked him, and he said that Mays came to him in the early 90s telling him about this Joan Payson promise. Really? And nobody in I Mets had never heard that heard before it. in my what? life.
0: Never heard it before.
1: Uh, and Mays, Mays went to the Mets wanting really? this done. That's what Phillips said. And I said, and so Cohen, and I, I know Cohen's been a good owner, but, but you know, Cohen wants to be a fan. He wants to talk about him. He, he wants to be loved is what he
0: wants to be. He wants oh, to be he loved.
1: Loves it. He, he wants to be, he's, you know what he should be? He should be a talk show caller. He would have been great for you and me, Stephen and great Let's go. Good, hey, huh. hey, I'm yeah. telling
0: you something. All he wants to do is go on the field and get an ovation. That's it. You know that? Hey, he's going to get plenty of them if he keeps buying players. Keep the Grom here. You'll get a lot of ovations. Hold
1: on. I had no problem with Hernandez. No problem with No, that. listen. No problem have, with Keith.
0: Keith, Keith was, a, was a tremendous Met. I have no problem with Piazza. I have no problem with, with Keith getting his number retired. Absolutely not. How do you retire fifty years later? Willie Mays is number. Willie Mays had fourteen home runs as a Met,
1: and he played one hundred and thirty-five games, and, and, was, and was nothing but was, trouble during that World Series. Hated Yogi and fell all over himself in the outfield.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I mean, come <laughs> on. I mean, I understand it was Yogi Berra, but the bottom line is, I mean, you can't tell me that there's anything really distinguishable about Mays's Met career
1: shocked i did kill him on that so you you and i are on I, the just thought,
0: you I, I just thought i just I, I didn't so. understand it and then people were like acting like it was the most important thing in the world how, how was that something that had to happen 50 years after the fact it wasn't like he came here and won three championships and we looked the other way for 25 years or 50 years he didn't do anything as a Met.
1: Hundred percent. And speaking of retiring numbers, I think you agree the Yankees get a little carried away with it. Too, hey, listen, a, the Yankees. I, that, I
0: would have been happy if the Yankees retired. Okay, three, four, five, and seven, eight, sixteen, and said goodnight the lights. How about two? Now listen. Since then, Rivera deserves to have his number retired. Jeter deserves to have his number retired, any other number that they retired. And I understand Thurman's number because he passed away and he was a captain and a leader. I have no problem with Thurman, okay? That's extenuating circumstances. But the other numbers, Reggie Jackson, give me a break, okay? Anybody, to me, you have to be an all-time great, in my mind, this is my mind, you have to be an all-time great with the team, To get your number retired. That doesn't mean play five years, play four years, play six years, and have five good years. That means be there for a generation like Jeter was or Mariano was. Hey, I can argue Bernie Williams more than I can argue some of these other guys. He was a Yankee his whole life, okay? But the bottom line is there are guys who deserved to have his number retired, okay? These uniforms, uh, you can retire. These Whitey Ford deserved to have his retire number retired. Uh, you distress. know, But the numbers that they have retired have got, they do it so that they fill the stadium. That's the only reason they do it.
1: Uh, that's the only reason. Uh, back to the Jets. What do you think of Wilson?
0: I don't have any opinion on Wilson. I never saw him a lot in college. And right now, I would say what I've seen so far has been substandard but I'm willing to give him another go round. I don't judge anybody on one season in the NFL. So I have a clean slate with him this year, but I don't have any confidence in him and I don't have any negativity towards him. I go into this season with a clean slate and I want to see what he does.
1: Yeah. How about the coach?
0: I have not been impressed by anything I've seen from the coach so far. Yeah. So the coach troubles me. I don't. I, yeah, I thought last coach, year. Huh? I thought last year. Sometimes I watched the Jets, and their game plans were absolutely comical.
1: Yeah, I see. I don't watch the Jets as much as I used to because I, I just can't get into watching a four-win team. But I understand your point. It's a big year for him, and I agree with you about Douglas. They have to. Gatt Wilson's good. Gardner, the corner, is good. Hey, they they, they they have, they built that offensive
0: line. That offensive line now is a top 10 offensive line. They have two running backs in Hall and Carter. They got four or five receivers now as Wilson. Berrios is a good player. They brought in two good tight ends in Conklin and a kid from Cincinnati. They have players everywhere. Gordon is going to be a star at cornerback, a star. They have players on the defensive line. They have players everywhere. If the quarterback lifts his game, they are going to be a very dangerous team. They need coaching and quarterback those are the two question marks. Those are two big question marks. But if they get that, I think they will be a big surprise this year.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. You know, they're not going to have Flacco these first four. It's hard to win two of them. The Ravens will probably beat them. You know, listen, Brissett's, Brissett stinks, so they could beat the Browns, and they could beat Pittsburgh. But, you know, they're not going to do any better than two and two. And they could go 1-3, and three, and you know the Jets, that could spiral out of control. Very that easily, and that.
0: again, but what you'll see if you watch the Jets, they have upgraded the talent level yeah, everywhere, absolutely across the board. They have players now, and the Giants' offensive line is a huge question mark. The Jet offensive line is a given. That is a good offensive line. They are going to be good on that offensive line this year. They got playmakers. This Hall's going to be a good back. I like Carter. No, I he like Berrios. I like a yeah. lot of players on that team. They got a lot of play. I like Gardner. I watched Cincinnati last year all year. That kid's a stud. He's going to be a big player. I know he talks a lot of trash. He's going to be a big player, though. And they have players everywhere, but they need quarterback and they need leadership. And I just don't know if they're going to get that.
1: 100%. I'll tell you one thing though. Isn't it amazing? Even back 30 years ago, I don't remember this juicy. The NFL starts and the whole world stops. It's hey, incredible. You know, the NFL, incredible.
0: I was sitting with Joe Brown, our old buddy the other day, and we were talking because, you know, we belong to one of the same golf clubs. Okay. And the NFL has just gone to such a level where they have left the rest of the sporting world so far behind, they there have. isn't even anything to discuss. When you 100%. realize that you could put up any NFL game on a given weeknight, and that game will outdraw any World Series matchup you put up head to head by a lot.
1: Yep, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, pretty and that just says to, to you
0: a World Series matchup. It will beat it with a regular season Thursday night game. What else are you gonna say?
1: Hundred percent. I mean, people, you know, the fantasy, the betting, oh. everything. Oh, they,
0: they... And you know what? Think about this though. How two faced is the NFL? There wasn't any league in the world that fought gambling harder than the NFL. Pete Rozelle, it was a mission of his. He would be spinning over in his grave now if he knew what was going on in the NFL. It's unbelievable. What a farce. These owners, what a bunch of clowns. What a bunch of two-faced jokers. The bottom line is they would do anything for a buck right now. They'd start a bingo game at 50-yard line right now to make a buck. They would do anything to make a buck, and these guys were so anti-gambling, it was ridiculous.
1: I mean, he gets a year for boy, Because he bet a little money on a party. Give me a I mean, break! Dumbest thing in the world.
0: Give me a break! My God, they promoted during the game now.
1: It's a, and they I, and, I, and did you have, Did you were you okay with how they handled Watson?
0: Listen, I thought he deserved. I, I don't know what was real and what wasn't real, but I thought he needed a year. I thought he was going to get a year. So anything less than a year, I thought, was soft.
1: Yeah, they were in a tricky – that was in a tricky spot. It was in a he very tricky it spot.
0: He, it was in a very tricky spot. I thought a year was fair. I think the NFL thought a year was fair. So any days he got off inside a year, I think he won. And he won anyway oh, because he got his huge contract anyway.
1: Right. Uh, you know, the, the, the judge put the NFL in a bad way with only the six games.
0: He I mean, sure did.
1: It's hard to go to six games to a year. So they had to split the baby – so that's why I think a, the NFL, lot, of the I env- a lot, lot of the evidence was the flimsy. That's fund. why
0: there was a lot of, the, a lot of gaps in the evidence from what I can understand from what I've read. They just didn't have the evidence they needed.
1: Yeah. I, I, real sports thing. though with the two girls on there Yes, with, I did. Gumble,
0: yes, I did.
1: They were pretty real there. Hey, they were I think real. he was gu- right, so in, your, in my heart.
0: I think he was guilty.
1: Yeah, he was guilty. He in my was, heart, like I Super think Bowl he was pick. guilty.
0: So if he got a year, I was happy with that. Because in my, in my gut, I thought he was guilty.
1: I agree. Uh, who's your Super Bowl pick?
0: I'm staying with Kansas City. And I'm not a Ram guy. Uh, I wouldn't go with Tampa. I think you're right. There's too many. I think it's going to be a surprise. You know, I think it's going to be a surprise, but I will take the safe team. Like I think it could be like somebody like San Francisco or somebody like that. But I'm going to go San Fran. I'm going to go Kansas City, Green Bay.
1: Yeah, fair. Uh, uh, I, you could do that. That's a good pick. I am going to go Colts because the whole world likes the Bills. I'll go Colts. Colts are my team. That's my over schedule. team.
0: I just, I didn't, I didn't know if they could win a Super Bowl, but I think they are going to be a big time team this year, and I think they're a legitimate threat. I love them as an over. Love them. I think and they're I going to too. win 11, and 12 games. Best,
1: and, and they got the best back in football now, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, he's so.
0: tremendous, and a very good coach, too.
1: Very good coach.
0: Very good. One one of the unsung, one of the real unsung coaches. We all know, listen, Belichick's Belichick, Andy Reid's Andy Reid. But after those two guys, and Harbaugh's a a terrific coach, too. But let's be honest, he's one of the better coaches in the league.
1: 100%. And they got something to prove. That game last year in Jacksonville, week 17, was a disaster. Oh. But terrible. But I'll take them. I'm with Jan Tampa. I can't take the Rams. Uh, I am not. In, I'm down on Rogers, so I'm going to do something ridiculously stupid. I'll go Colts Dallas for the Super Bowl.
0: Dallas has got to figure out this offensive line. If they can't get that figured out, it could be a long oh, season. That's it. If they get the offensive line figured out, they got a lot of talent.
1: A lot of talent, and I don't like the division. I think, and I don't like McCarthy and Prescott's overrated. But I'll take Dallas because it's a. Process of elimination. I don't like Tampa. And who do Rams you think is in the world? Listen,
0: you 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 do your baseball every day. You do the World Series. You're covering baseball like a blanket every day. Okay, you're everywhere now. You're on high heat. You're on ESPN. You're everywhere. Um, well, where, what what do you like in the World Series this year? What two teams,
1: Mike? I'm going to take Mets Houston. Uh, I'm going. I don't. I would have taken the Yankees two months ago. I can't take the Yankees now. I can't do it with their offense. So I'll take Houston. Dusty's due. Verlander, three games. That Valdez is a very good pitcher. So I'm gonna, will, you know what? I, I'm going to piggyback with pitching.
0: you. I'm going to go with you. Mets, Houston. I'm going to go with you. I'm, I'm yeah, very I, afraid I'm of the Braves. I'm going to gamble the
1: Mets with their starters. I'll take those two teams.
0: I'm going to go with you. We're going we're to make it a, a Mike and the Mayor Dog special. Mets, Houston, World Series.
1: And we will see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock on the other end. I will see you on your show tomorrow
0: at 4 o'clock. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it.
1: You're the best. See you you
0: later. Bye, dog. That is Christopher Mad Dog Russo on the Mike Francesa Podcast. Back to wrap things up right after.
1: You're listening to the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.
0: Remember, you can get the Mike Francesa podcast. At the uh, exclusively on the Bet Rivers Network, and again, everywhere else that podcasts are distributed, everywhere, YouTube, Apple, wherever they are uh, across the uh, universe. Uh, check it out. Get the Mike Francesa podcast. And remember, this is a very busy football week. We have a Football Friday show coming for you Friday morning. It will be up by early in the day. Afternoon-wise on Friday, every single Friday. And we have some special stuff coming this weekend, so be listening for that. My thanks to Dog, and we will talk to you again a few more times this week, so stay tuned.
1: Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.
0: Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan, and you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers network listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli podcast today wherever you get your podcasts